Today is the last of a series considering the labels that people have given to Jesus. And as we've seen, two people can use the same label and they can mean quite different things by it. The meaning of labels can change over time. For example, when this church community was started, it was called Colonial. It's a a name, a label that sentimentally harkened back to the colonies in New England, from which the congregational religious tradition came. Today, no one would name a church Colonial. In fact, I noticed that our friends out in Lawrence were, they're having a worship series on post-colonial religion. And that made me smile. Uh, You know that your label or your name is dated when the label for Jesus today that we're looking at, though, it's presence. People who met Jesus felt God's presence in him. Not everybody, of course. Obviously, there were people who really didn't. They saw him as a threat. But his followers, they sensed God's spirit in him. And that's the thing. Sensing God's spirit is not a one-size-fits-all. Actually, that's exactly what we were talking about VBS this last week, how people perceive God's presence. Throughout history of God's people that's recorded in our scriptures, people perceived God in so many ways. The Lord's messenger appeared to Moses in a flame of fire in the middle of a bush. Moses saw that the bush was in flames, but it didn't burn up. Then Moses said to himself, let me check out this amazing sight and find out why the bush isn't burning up. When the Lord saw that he was coming to look, Lord called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. Moses said, I'm here. Moses perceived God in a burning bush that spoke clearly to him and even shared God's holy name. That's the the whole capital Lord, L-O-R-D, a gloss that we see in most Bibles going back to a tradition of never speaking God's name out loud. But Moses was fairly unique. Most people don't get such a, a direct revelation of God. Most people perceive God's presence in nature, in a rock, in in clouds, as the wind. And throughout the pages of the Bible, people perceive God as a mother, a, a father, a warrior, a judge, as the breath we breathe or as a baby, or in the elements of bread and cup. How many people have experienced God's presence in a newborn child? How many people have experienced God's presence in a dark night of the soul? Often God's presence comes to us when we're broken and hurting. Those moments when we realize that all of the illusions that we have of being in control are just that, they're illusions. Illusions that we cling to. The prophet Elijah saw his nation fall apart, divided. 
He fled from Queen Jezebel, who wanted him dead, and he took refuge in a cave. The Lord came to Elijah. Go out and stand at the mountain before the Lord. The Lord is passing by. A very strong wind tore through the mountains and broke apart the stones before the Lord, but the Lord wasn't in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord wasn't in the earthquake. After the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord wasn't in the fire. After the fire, there was a sound, thin, quiet. When Elisha heard it, he wrapped his face in his coat. He went out and stood at the cave's entrance. A voice came to him and said, Why are you here, Elijah? Why are you here? Why are you here? Are you looking for some sign, some signal, some hope in God's presence? So much about this last year hurt. From the first week of COVID isolation to this very week, I have seen so much broken. Relationships, marriages that were stressed were then pushed to the breaking point. And there's this one conversation that sticks out in my head. It was a, a woman who was telling me that she thought that she perceived that she had turned her back on God. And the sense of abandonment that she had experienced in her marriage and in her life, that sense of abandonment was a result. Because in her mind, why would God help her after she had left God out of her life? It was almost like she wanted God to express something, something that she could perceive, to feel, even if it was anger. Because the sense of abandonment was all she felt. And she's probably not the first to feel that way. People who have had spouses or children die often perceive that this was God's absence or impotence. The scriptures are full of stories of people who experience fear and suffering, who then question the presence of God. Here's the thing, even if you are a person who has experienced the power and presence of God at some point in your life, there are times when you no longer feel it. And those can be really difficult. These are times of acedia. Acedia. It's an old term that doesn't get a lot of play these days. Um, it's usually defined as mental or spiritual sloth or apathy. When you're forced to stay still, or when you feel like you're stuck, that is a breeding ground for acedia. It's this feeling of being totally bored and yet feeling totally restless. It feels horrible, and it's not just depression, it's not just boredom, it's, it's a lot of things. That's acedia. And acedius, it's like a virus. It will strike you when you're at a low point, when you're feeling anxious and tired and restless and bored, and you're sad about how things used to be. Have you felt this way? Then you know the classic signs of acedia. I remember in the months after Paul, my oldest son, was born, 
I experienced acedia, and it, it was awful. I went from this high, potent feeling from his birth to months of sleeplessness, of watching him do nothing, of cleaning diapers and giving bottles in the middle of the night and trying to find some magic lullaby that would work. Of missing the freedom of going out or going out with at least less than 50 pounds of baby gear. And I didn't feel like I could say anything because everyone just seemed so darn pleased. People would, they'd rhapsodize about when their kids were babies. And I'm going to be honest, those first five or six months were probably the most challenging for me as a parent. And I'm only admitting that now. Acedia, when you're feeling anxious and tired, restless and bored, and sad about how things used to be or how you wish they would be right now. Have you experienced this? Elijah did. He escaped Jezebel and he went into the wilderness alone. And all the power that God had shown him in the past had worked through him. It wasn't his power to command. And in that cave, he realized that God's presence wasn't in the mighty wind or the earthquake or fire. God's presence came to him in the quiet. And Jesus, Jesus had this incredibly powerful connection with God's spirit. And even he cried out, my God, my God, why have you left me? Everyone has times where God's presence seems like a memory, where you begin to wonder if it was ever real to begin with. This is acedia. And the antidote for acedia, the, the trick is to develop an awareness of God in the right here, right now. It's to stagger through all the thoughts that tell you that nothing matters. It's to reconnect and to find ways to serve, to help in some way. What Jesus did was to show that the power of God's presence didn't come from commanding mountains to move. It was in the everyday. It was the poor and the sick and small, out-of-the-way towns that no one had heard of. His power was experienced when he served the least among us. How many other Jewish rabbis from 2,000 years ago do you even know about? Jesus was a man who could have been easily forgotten, a memory turned to dust a long time ago. What's amazing to me, though, is how that presence continues to touch us through story, song, and ritual. Jesus' presence continues to guide us and help us to find new ways to perceive God to this very day. This man who could have been easily swallowed by the silence of history is still present. And you find that healing presence by embracing this moment no matter where you are, 
to find love in cleaning diapers, to find love in bringing a meal to someone who's hurting, to practice love in any way that you can. You you don't have to move mountains. You just need to practice compassion. Will you pray with me? Holy Spirit, there are so many people who are feeling and experiencing acedia, feeling anxious and tired, restless and bored, and sad about how things used to be or how you wish they could be right now. The same spirit that was present in Jesus is in me. It's in all people. Let that presence grow as I, as we practice simple acts of compassion. For it is in that way that we heal. Amen.